The Smoking Hot Toddcast, normally heard at this time, will be delayed so that we may bring you this special Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the special Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We just got some breaking news from the Oak Ridge National Laboratory where an apparent chemical spill has occurred. We needed to get Ollie on the scene to get the story at first hand. And so without further ado, live from the Oak Ridge National Laboratory is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, what can you tell us? Oh my God, Hot Toddy, there's chemical fumes everywhere. It's a huge mess down here. Biscuits. Well, are you all right? Is anyone in any danger? From what I understand, no. Everything's okay. They've got the situation under control, but the fumes seem to be rising up into the sky. It's floating towards the town. The scientist people look worried, but they keep saying, don't worry. Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks. Well, if the chemical spill is as bad as we think it is, they might end up getting some. Do they know how long it'll take to get it cleaned up? Not really. They seem to be scrambling. Apparently, the spill is getting bigger. Well, that's not good. Um... Well, are they saying anything about the public? You know, should they evacuate Oak Ridge? Should we evacuate Knoxville? I mean, uh, what's the deal? What should we do? Glad you asked that, Hot Toddy. I'm now standing here with one of the scientists who's on the job today, Dr. D.A. Williams. Oh, well, Dr. Williams, hello there. Let me ask you, are we safe? Should anyone evacuate the area? Oh, well, not, not right now, Hot Toddy. I think we've got the situation in hand at the moment, but we would advise to be alert just in case you need to leave. And if you feel that you're getting sick... You're getting sick from all the fumes, then you just need to leave. You do need to leave at that point. But as of right now, we don't believe you have to leave your home just yet. We think everything's under control. I'll follow. Um, I- I'm probably going to check on that. Uh, but don't worry. <laughs> Everything- everything's in hand. Uh, bye, Holly. Oh, well, that was Dr. D.A. Williams. He seems to be running back to the plant. He seems to be screaming. But it is good to know that everybody's safe. Yeah, that's that's for sure, Ollie. Well, you, you keep us updated on that, and uh, we'll-, we'll jump right into the, the Toddcast, and uh, we'll see you for your Halloween special. Oh, yeah, we'll see you there. Good deal. Well, thank you, Ollie. And with that in mind, and speaking of Ollie's Halloween special, we want to welcome you, one and all, to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Scare-tastic Halloween Special! It's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Scare-tastic Halloween Special! <laughs> With your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. I am Hot Toddy, and we've got a great show lined up for you this week. We put in a lot of work, a lot of effort to bring you something extremely entertaining, and I know that you're going to enjoy it every single minute of it. Believe me when I say that. And it's so great to be here doing this because this is our second holiday special. The first one we did was the Almost Independence Day special back in July, and now here we are with our second one. It's the first Halloween one, and uh, I always love Halloween. I always love doing things for Halloween, both when it comes to entertainment and then just you know doing things in general you know for the last few years we've had a lot of fun on the smells like 90s rock halloween special uh, which will be coming up this week as well and now we get to add the smoking hot toddcast halloween special into the mix and it's just even more fun and i tell you i I always enjoy halloween just because I i love to see all the costumes you know i love to see people dressing up and having and having a good time and we're going to be at a few fun parties this year and i really looked forward to it and as a matter of fact i was looking on the internet the other day and i came across what are the top 10 most desired 
Halloween costumes out there. And I, I was kind of shocked. And that's kind of shocked at the same time, not really shocked about some of the ones that were out there. Like, get this. Okay, we're going we're gonna to start with, uh, I guess we'll start with number 10, Wonder Woman. I, I was I was really surprised by that because I mean I know Wonder Woman's making a comeback with the DC Comics movies and everything, but she's not really she's not out yet, and so it kind of just stunned me that uh, Wonder Woman would be uh, would be so popular right now. But number nine, not really shocking, but still kind of strange. The Joker, the Joker is very popular right now again because uh, Jared Leto's bringing him back in the Suicide Squad, so it's all the rage at the moment. Uh, also, now this one's not really shocking at all at number eight minions everybody wants to be a minion i've seen minions at some halloween uh, costume parties already so that's not shocking uh, number seven not shocking at all witch everybody you know everybody's gonna dress every girl's gonna dress up as a witch at one at some point but now this one kind of stunned me at number six mini mouse mini mouse is real popular again that's kind of stunning. I didn't really realize that she was had that much popularity right now, but you know, kudos to her and more power to her. Uh, but Batman coming in at number five, that makes a lot of sense. Batman's still more popular than ever, much like the Joker. Uh, at number uh, four, Pirates. All right, I've seen enough Pirates, I guess I believe that, but... Uh but I don't know. I, I didn't realize that pirates are so popular in terms of a top ten list. Uh, number three, superhero in general, any kind of superhero. As a matter of fact, I have colleagues who are dressing up as the Avengers this year. So that means I have a handful of colleagues dressing up as Captain America, the Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, uh, Thor, and Black Widow. So go figure there. Uh, number two, Star Wars. I've seen tons of Darth Vader costumes already this year, so that's not surprising at all. And at number one, this was kind of surprising because even in the uh, Batman world, I mean, it's I'm kind of surprised it would be that popular. Harley Quinn, number one. Harley Quinn is the number one most demanded uh outfit this year now i i did have seen some harley quinn costumes so far this year and i'm sure i'll see more before halloween's over but that is kind of surprising i didn't realize she was that popular again kudos to her more power to her so you know i this is why i love halloween so like i said it, it's just a fun time of year and it's just fun to see everybody having fun you know gr- dressing up getting candy and i always love trick-or-treating and costume parties when i was a kid so even though i don't even though i don't really partake in it as much it's still awesome to observe it so that's why we celebrate halloween the best way we know how now i do it more entertainment wise and that's exactly what we're going to bring to you this week on the smoking hot podcast we have got some hilarious sketches coming up we also take a step away from the halloween specter just for a moment or two as we give you a tennessee volunteers update and we also have a a really hilarious segment between myself our very own dj poor and a special guest this week dr john zazu from the zazu show on w UTK 90.3 The Rock Volunteer Radio. It's hilarious. You're not going to want to miss that. Also, in addition to that, Miss Pingrino, myself, and a special reader, someone who's a part of the Smoking Hot Podcast but shall remain nameless until it's time for him to do his reading, the three of us are going to bring to you some very creepy stories. Three of our all-time favorite creepy, scary stories. And theater of the mind, I know what you're going to do. You're going to sit there and think the whole thing, and you're not going to be able to sleep tonight. That is our goal. So we've got all that coming your way. And, of course, what would the Smoking Hot Toddcast be without a brand spanking new Ollie Report? And it's not just any Ollie Report. No, it is his Halloween spooktacular as well. So we've got so much show to get to. Let's not waste any more time. Let's dive headfirst 
into the Smoking Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. About five years ago, I lived downtown in a major city in the U.S. I've always been a night person, so I would often find myself bored after my roommate, who was decidedly not a night person, went to sleep. To pass the time, I used to go for long walks and spend the time thinking. I spent four years like that, walking alone at night, and never once had a reason to feel afraid. I always used to joke with my roommate that even the drug dealers in the city were polite, but all of that changed in just a few minutes of one evening. It was a Wednesday, somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning, and I was walking near a police patrol park quite a ways from my apartment. It was a quiet night, even for a weeknight, with very little traffic and almost no one on foot. The park, as it was most nights, was completely empty. I turned down a short side street in order to loop back to my apartment when I first noticed it. At the far end of the street, on my side, was the silhouette of a man dancing. It was a strange dance, similar to a waltz, but he finished each box with an odd forward stride. I guess you could say he was dance walking, headed straight for me. Deciding he was probably drunk, I stepped as close as I could to the road to give him the majority of the sidewalk to pass me by. The closer he got, though, the more I realized how gracefully he was moving. He was very tall and lanky and wearing an old suit. He danced closer still until I could make out his face. His eyes were open wide and wild, head tilted back slightly looking off at the sky. His mouth was formed in a painfully wide cartoon of a smile. Between the eyes and the smile, I decided to cross the street before he danced any closer. I took my eyes off him to cross the empty street. As I reached the other side, I glanced back and then stopped dead in my tracks. He had stopped dancing and was standing with one foot in the street perfectly parallel to me. He was facing me but still looking skyward, smile still wide on his lips. I was completely and utterly unnerved by this. I started walking again but kept my eyes on the man. He didn't move. Once I had put about a half a block between us, I turned away from him for a moment to watch the sidewalk in front of me. The street and sidewalk ahead of me were completely empty. Still unnerved, I looked back to where he had been standing to find him gone. For the briefest of moments, I felt relieved. Until I noticed him. He had crossed the street and was now slightly crouched down. I couldn't tell for sure due to the distance in the shadows, but I was certain he was facing me. I had looked away from him for no more than ten seconds, so it was clear that he had moved fast. I was so shocked that I stood there for some time staring at him, and then he started moving toward me again. He took giant, exaggerated, tiptoed steps as if he were a cartoon character sneaking up on someone, except he was moving very, very quickly. I'd like to say that at this point I ran away or pulled out my pepper spray or my cell phone or anything at all. But I didn't. I just stood there completely frozen as the smiling man crept toward me. And then he stopped again. 
about a car length away from me, still smiling his smile, still looking to the sky. When I finally found my voice, I blurted out the first thing that came to my mind. What I meant to ask was, What do you want? In an angry, commanding tone. What came out, though, was just a whimper of, What? Regardless of whether or not humans can smell fear, they can certainly hear it. I heard it in my own voice, and that only made me more afraid. But he didn't react to it at all. He just stood there, smiling. And then after what felt like forever, he turned around, very slowly, and started dance-walking away, just like that. Not wanting to turn my back on him again, I just watched him go, until he was far enough away to almost be out of sight. And then I realized something. He wasn't moving away anymore. Nor was he dancing. I watched in horror as the distant shape of him grew larger and larger. He was coming back my way, and this time he was running. I ran too. I ran until I was off the side road and back onto a better lit road with sparse traffic. Looking behind me then, he was nowhere to be found. The rest of the way home, I kept glancing over my shoulder, always expecting to see his stupid, smiling face. But he was never there. I lived in that city for six more months after that night, and I never went out for another walk. There was something about his face that always haunted me. He didn't look drunk. He didn't look high. He looked completely and utterly insane. And that's a very, very scary thing to see. The moral of this story? Don't frickin' leave your house at two in the morning! What the hell was this guy thinking? He lives in a big city, he decides to take a walk at two in the morning? Are you crazy? You're just asking for trouble, you moron! I I think I blame the smiling man, he missed a golden opportunity to take out that moron. Idiot! Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot Toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well, Halloween is almost here, and I know all the kids are getting really excited because it's almost trick-or-treating time, which means lots and lots of candy. And Knoxville's a great city, obviously, because there's tons and tons of people, a lot of houses to go to, and you'll do fine on the candy level, I guarantee you that. But there's actually a list of the top 10 cities where you can rake in the most candy. And here they are. At number 10, Boise, Idaho. At number 9, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. At number 8, Greenville, South Carolina. At number 7, Downers Grove, Illinois. At number 6, one of my favorites, Orlando, Florida. At number 5, Frisco, Texas. Number 4, Columbus, Ohio. Number 3, Omaha, Nebraska. Number 2, Ann Arbor, Michigan. And coming in at number 1 as the number 1 city that you will rake in the most candy in the United States, Cary, North Carolina. Not saying that you would travel to one of these cities to go trick-or-treat in, but if you were curious about them, and you might just happen to have some family in those areas, you might pop in for a visit on, oh, say, around October 31st. Just saying. That is, of course, if you're really interested in getting candy. Which, come on, we all love candy. I mean, we're all going to go to one of these cities. I mean, come on, I'll go with you. It'll be fun. Promise you. Let's make this happen. Smoking Hot Toddcast. One dark night, a 15-year-old girl named Lydia was walking home from her friend's house. She turned down a narrow street to take a shortcut and was startled by the sight of an old man standing in her path. When she stopped, the old man turned to her 
and in a hoarse voice said, Tell me the way. His face was disgusting, his skin covered in scars and boils, his hair stringy and unkempt, his eyes bulging horribly, almost popping out of their sockets. Lydia was terrified. She was alone in a dark, narrow alley with a strange and disturbing person. Her heart began pounding, and it took her a few seconds to catch her breath. Tell me the way, the old man demanded. Okay, okay, uh, where are you going? asked Lydia nervously. When the old man told her the address he was searching for, a chill ran down her spine. It was her house. I don't know where that is, she replied curtly as she pushed past the old man and ran down the alleyway. Glancing back, she could see him standing in the alley, watching her flee. Lydia was so freaked out by the incident that she didn't stop running until she got back to her house. Breathing a sigh of relief, she took out her keys. She looked up and down the street to make sure the old man hadn't followed her. It was empty. She turned the key, unlocked the door, and pushed it open. From the darkness inside her house, a hoarse voice said, Tell me the way. Wait, if he knew where she lived the whole time, then this whole story could have been avoided. I mean, he wasted everybody's time with this crap. God, I hate people. Ollie smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie, just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Show, podcast, station. Okay. All right, Ollie, this time just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez. All right, Ollie, this time just say this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits. Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside. I see people. I see grass and trees and buildings. I hate you. The Smoking Hot Todd. Smoking Hot Toddcast. You suck, Ollie. All right, Hot Toddy here with you. I hope you're enjoying the Scaretastic Halloween special thus far. We've been having a lot of fun. And now we're going to do something that uh, a lot of people told me I shouldn't do. But it was something I was really curious about because I, I learned about it for the first time this year. And I, I really, I wanted to give it a, just wanted to give it a try to see what would really happen. Uh, I'm going to attempt to play the game Charlie, Charlie, Are You Here? Now, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with this, what you do is you get a piece of paper, which I have right here, and in a tic-tac-toe pattern, sort of, you write yes and no. You have yes and no right next to each other in a box, and then right underneath it, you have yes and no under the box as well. And then what you do is you line two pencils up like a cross. You have uh, one pencil laying across the middle line, and then you have one pencil laying on top of it in a cross pattern. And then that way, when you ask the questions to Charlie, Charlie then can move the pencils to yes or no, sort of like in a clock pattern. And that's how you communicate with him, but you can only ask him, obviously, yes or no questions. Now, once you've done this, Once you've lined up the pencils and you've got the yes and no's in their right spots, you then ask the question, Charlie, Charlie, are you here? If the pencil rolls towards yes, most people, from what I understand, just go running, just to run away because he's a ghost and he's clearly here. Now, this challenge has been played many times by many people and nothing has really happened to him. However, there are some who said that they experienced some very odd behavior, including a guy named Brian White from Bluxy, Mississippi. Apparently, he says he was attacked by Charlie after he taunted the spirit when he said, you're not real, you're a fake, come get me. If you are who you say you are, show me you're here. And at that point, he was thrown face down and violently attacked. You know, I don't know if that's an extremely true report, but apparently that's what happened after he played Charlie Charlie. So we'll we'll just have to be careful. I don't expect much from this, but what the hell, let's give it a whirl. So I've got the paper set up, I've got the pencils here, and and I will now attempt to play the game 
Charlie, Charlie. Here we go. Charlie, Charlie, are you here? Uh-huh. Kind of what I thought. Pencils aren't moving at all. And just for fun, right? That's what I'm saying. I'll do it again. Charlie, Charlie, are you here? And there's nothing going to... Oh. Oh, would you look at that? The pencils moved. And the pencil pointed uh, towards... Yes. All right, then. Um, Charlie, Charlie, do you like pizza? Oh, it moved even more towards yes. Oh, good. Uh, we have something in common. Well, at that point, Charlie, Charlie, do you like me? I'd, you know, I'd... Oh. It pointed to no. Well, I... Um, I'm at a loss for words here. I wasn't expecting this to work, and now I'm, now that it is, I'm a little, a little spooked by it to say, uh, perfect for the Halloween special though for the Toddcast, obviously. But um, I don't, I don't know if I should continue. Why I should go on? Okay. Um. All right, all right. Uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie, will you hurt me? Oh shit. Um. It pointed towards yes again. I, I really think I need to stop now. I just really whoa. What the hell was that? What was that? It sounded like it came from the bathroom. Let's, let me go see. Oh my god. There, there... There... There are two more pencils in the bathroom floor right now. It, and it's in a cross pattern. It's really... It's really freaking weird. I don't... I, don't, I think we need to get out of here. I don't, I don't feel so good. Look, Char look, the Charlie Charlie guy, he said he's gonna hurt me. So I probably should just... Oh god. Oh god, no! Charlie, please! Please don't! This smoking hot Toddcast with this special Ollie report. Hello and welcome to this special Ollie report. I'm Hot Toddy. We have an update on the chemical spill that took place today at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. And here with the story is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, do you have an update for us? Yeah, apparently it's gotten a lot worse. Nobody knew that was going to happen at all. Okay, what what's going on? It appears that the fumes are out of control and are now hovering completely over Oak Ridge and is now making its way into Knoxville. Baskets! All right, well, what is being advised right now? What should the residents of Oak Ridge and Knoxville do? They say Knoxville's still okay, but the citizens of Oak Ridge are being urged to evacuate. For some reason, the haze of the fume cloud seem to be hovering over cemeteries. People in these areas are urged to put on gas masks while evacuating. Station! Wow, uh, seems like it's gotten a lot worse out there. Hope everybody's okay. Um, what should we do at this point? What are they saying? Well, I'm speaking here once again with Dr. D.A. Williams, who appears to be out of breath. Yeah! Molly! Wow, you still here? Everybody's getting out of here. You need to get out of here, too! Because this chemical spill is not like any other chemical spill. It needs to be understood that these fumes are very dangerous. It can affect human life. It could even affect... No, I, I don't want to say it. It, it, it. It's too ridiculous. Well, now, Dr. Williams, if there's something important, you need to let our listeners know so that they can be aware. Well, it's, it's a little unsettling that those fumes are hovering over cemeteries. There's the belief that it, I don't know, could potentially 
bring the dead back to life. There's there's no guarantee of that happening. We don't believe that. We're scientists, for God's sakes, but there, there is a chance it could wake the dead. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Williams. Uh, I, I doubt that that's really the main worry here. No, 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 absolutely. The main worry is to get everybody to safety in Idaho Oak Ridge. What? There's no hope for anybody? Okay. Everybody's going to be fine. Just get out of Oak Ridge right now. Everybody shouldn't be calm. They need to be panicking. Okay. Don't panic. Just everybody be calm. We're going to get through this together. Everybody's going to die. Nobody is going to die from this. Just hang in there, all right? Everything's going to be okay. Excuse me, Ollie. I got to go. Ah! Well, that was Dr. D.A. Williams once again. He appears to be running and screaming again. This time, though, he's getting in his car. He's driving away very quickly. And there he goes. Um, well, it sounds like it's getting pretty rough out there, Ollie. What do you say you just get back to Knoxville as soon as possible? Yeah, I'm going to do that right now, Hot Toddy. But bottom line, Oak Ridge has been evacuated. And apparently, it's not a good thing that this is hovering over cemeteries. I don't know much about science, but uh, alluding to what Dr. Williams was talking about... Wait a minute, did you just say alluding? Yeah, I've been studying my dictionary. Kudos, good for you. Thank you. Anyway, there have been reports of strange goings-on in some of the cemeteries. People have been seen screaming, running away. At the same time, they've seen men and women who look very sick, stumbling around and trying to attack people. I'm not sure how, what to make out of that hot toddy, but those are the reports. And apparently this is why it's not a good thing that those fumes are hovering over cemeteries. No, clearly not. Clearly not. That, that doesn't sound good at all. Well, just keep us updated on it, and uh, we'll continue on now uh, with the Smoking Hot Toddcast Scaretastic Halloween Special. Sounds good? Sound good. All right, well, we return you now to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Back to you, Hot Toddy. Thanks, Hot Toddy. Well, it's that time of the show now where we take a look at just how well our Tennessee volunteers have been doing, and unfortunately, I'm coming back to you with yet another loss. We unfortunately lost to the Alabama Crimson Tide over the weekend, which, honestly, I have to admit, I was kind of expecting this. I really did not go into this game, this particular game, thinking that we would come out victorious. I really didn't think it was going to happen. I thought we were going to get beat a lot worse than what we did. We really did not get beat that bad. We played a really great game against Alabama. And what was amazing about it was that when when the game was over, Alabama was thrilled, I mean, just going crazy, that they beat us. And Peyton Manning said it best. He was there at the game. Our beloved Peyton Manning was there. And he said after the game, you can tell that this this game means something again because Alabama was that excited, because they know, as well as other teams in the SEC and other other teams in the nation, they know that Tennessee is becoming a threat once again. They know that it's only a matter of time before we are a dominating team, and it's true. You know, when we lost to Florida this year, we kind of looked at it like, oh, it's all downhill, it, everything's falling apart again, where it's back. It's like the Derek Dooley years all over again, but that's really not the truth. The truth is, we re- we're not struggling, it's just, it's a slow climb. As a matter of fact, you know, one of our beloved trademark lines right now is brick by brick, and that's exactly what it is. We're just taking it step by step, and it's just taking some time, but it will eventually get better. We just have to be patient and wait for it to get better, and that's, like I've, I've said this before in the past, that is Vol fans' biggest problem is that they cannot wait. They're not patient enough to wait for things to get better. But it eventually will. And I and I, and I do believe that Alabama will be one of our big wins in the future. Florida will be one of our big wins in the future. As a matter of fact, you know, South Carolina was one of our big wins two years ago. And we have beat them every year since. Then this year, Georgia was one of our big wins and 
I, I think we could probably beat them from here on out. You know, we're, we're, we're slowly but surely climbing back into that dominant position. Uh, the final score against Alabama for us on Saturday was 19-14. to 14. We were behind for a while, and then we leveled off with them, and then we got ahead of them. Unfortunately, this wasn't the same story as Georgia, and they pulled ahead. Uh, we did – now, the biggest problem we had in, in the Alabama game was that we, we missed three – freaking field goals three field goals now granted the field goals were, were pretty long distances i mean it was almost it was like 40 yards i think was one of them or maybe all three i mean they they were some long distances i ain't gonna lie to you but my thought process with kickers is if that's the reason why you got on the team was because you could kick a ball really well why are you missing field goals okay well we'll dismiss one you can miss one but three there's a problem there. I think there's something there's something really bad wrong at that point if you're missing three field goals. But, you know, it is what it is. Nobody, I don't think, I don't think anybody felt as much pain coming from this loss as we did Oklahoma and Florida. Because I, I think a lot of us felt, even, even if we were undefeated at this point, Alabama was still going to be a rough one regardless. But you know what? Even though we lost, we played an awesome awesome game minus the three field goals we still played a, a magnificent game and really i don't I, I don't feel bad this week i don't look at this as a major terrible loss because i think it th- this game really proved that things are getting better and that things will continue to get better as time goes on we just got to be patient that is the main thing that is so hard for tennessee fans is to wait for things to get better because they will get better it just takes time as simple as that. So there you go. That's my rant on the Tennessee Volunteers this week. We did lose, but really, I, I, it's a loss that we shouldn't feel too bad about because we fought valiantly in that game. And I, I see us, be, I see us going undefeated for the rest of the season. I really do because the team's coming up. They can't take on the Vols, not at all. Especially this weekend. This weekend this is what we like to call a walk in the park because it's against Kentucky. So we're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine for many weeks to come. I see this being still a very decent season for the Tennessee Volunteers. So on that note, we go headfirst into Kentucky on Halloween, ready to rock and roll, and ready to win a game the right way. Go Vols! You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! The Smoking Hot Toddcast presents the Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular. And now, the Ollie Report. Good evening. We bid you welcome to the Ollie Report Halloween Spooktacular. I'm Hot Toddy. We're taking a break from the usual Ollie Report this week to celebrate Halloween the best way we know how with the one and only Ollie. And now, without further ado, here to host the Halloween Spooktacular is the one and only Ollie. Ollie! Are you there? Station! Okay, good. Yeah, that's, that that's, uh, was a very dramatic entrance. Very good. All right, Ollie, well, this is your Halloween Spooktacular, so obviously uh, I'm sure you have some very exciting things planned for this special. Apple bobbing. Scary story. Hashtag scary. Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks. Are you actually going to show us that? Because that probably would be. That would be pretty appropriate <laughs> at this time of year. All right, good. Uh, I love your costume, by the way. For those of you who are seeing this on Facebook, you see his costume. But for those of you listening, uh, he is dressed up as Frankenstein this year. I love your costume. What costume? That's scary. 
All right, uh, moving on. So you, you have some activities you're going to do for us tonight. Indeed! Well, great. Let's get into it. Apple bobbing! Cool. Rock it, you turkey. I didn't get one. <laughs> All right. Well, try <laughs> do it again. Well, why don't you just stop the apple bobbing then and move on to the next thing? Good idea! Scary story time! Ooh, this is going to be exciting. Alright, let's do it! Oh, sounds like there's somebody at your door. Trick-or-treaters! Oh yeah, most likely. We'll go uh, greet them. Um, Ollie, are, are you giving out candy? What do you think? Biscuits, right? Biscuits! Are they at least... Fried biscuits! Okay, good. Well, at least they'll get a kick out of it. Good. Well, all right, then. I, I guess we can allow that. Now, anyway, you were going to tell us a spooky story. Oh, yeah! <coughs> there once was a man who lived in a cabin. <laughs> uh, sounds like more trick-or-treaters. Hashtag yuppers! Well, just go uh, greet them. Alright, more trick-or-treaters. Just go greet them and we'll, we'll continue on with the story. Alright, you ready now? Ready! <clears throat> there once was a man who lived in a cabin. Son of a bitch! Alright, easy, easy. Ollie, just go greet the... Just go... Okay. those trick-or-treaters away. Not much gets by you. Hey, easy there. Don't turn on me. I'm the only one who listens to you, remember? Biscuits. All right, easy there. Easy. All right, now, all right, just take it easy. Tell you what, turn off your porch light. That's why they're coming over to you. Just turn off your porch light, and they won't come to your house anymore. I see Halloween decorations. They seem to be hanging from my ceiling. There's a skeleton. Ooh, and a big spider in a web. Scary. I said nothing about your... Go turn off your porch light. Okay, that, that sounded very real. Good for you. All right. Now, sit down and let's tell the scary story for the Halloween spooktacular. <clears throat> there once was a man who lived in a cabin. He walked outside and saw lots of grass and trees and buildings. His car wouldn't start. He saw people walking by in warm jackets. When people died, it was a pain on his butt. And then one day he screamed out, Station! The end. Seriously? That's what we've been building up to. That was your Halloween spooktacular. <laughs> that story. Correct Mundo! So, that's it. That's what you planned for your spooktacular, was that story and apple bobbing, which did nothing. Yep. Okay. Well, good. Good. Well, another failure. Uh, wonderful. Anything else you want to add? Nope. Gotta go! All right, whatever. Head on out of here. Thanks a lot, Ollie. We'll see you in hell. Anyway, that's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Hot toddy! Yeah. Hot toddy! What? Why'd you come back? I thought you were gone. What do you mean? It's time to start the spooktacular. We just did the spooktacular. What are you talking about? I just got here.
Wait a minute. If you just got here, then... Who, who are we talking to? <laughs> That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. And we have now come to our third and final horror story reading, and this one demands a special introduction, because you see, the man who's reading this... Uh, I'm sorry, Hot Toddy, Hot Toddy, I have to interrupt just for a moment. I was just handed this special Ollie Report bulletin. Oh yes, please, go right ahead, Ollie. It it seems as though the fume cloud that developed from the chemical spill in Oak Ridge has indeed brought the dead back to life. There are reports everywhere in Oak Ridge and Knoxville of corpses crawling from underground and the recent dead crawling out of funeral homes and hospitals. And they are currently moving down the eastern seaboard, and currently the main target is Knoxville. And I have this bulletin. Despite efforts from the National Guard, Knoxville and Oak Ridge have fallen before the huge zombie invasion. All conventional weapons have been proven useless against them. Minutes ago, President Obama declared a state of national emergency and assured the American people that there is no cause for... Well, is that it? Is there any more? The teletype machine went dead after that, Hot Toddy. Well, well, thank you, Ollie. Um, well, uh, that's happening. Um, but before anything uh, has to be done, l- l- we need to get to this because this is a very special moment in the Smoking Hot Toddcast's uh, short history. As I was saying a few moments ago, our last horror story reading that will be performed tonight will be done by the one and only, our very own... Orson Welles. If you may recall, in 1938, he stunned audiences around the world with his reading of H.G. Wells's War of the Worlds. It stopped everybody in their tracks, scaring them half to death and calling in radio stations, trying to see if there really truly was an alien invasion on Earth. Tonight, we recreate that excitement as Orson Welles has decided to read yet another horror story live on the air for our audience here. So in the spirit of Halloween, sit back and enjoy Orson Welles' The Terror. Hello, I'm Orson Welles. What follows is a terrifying journey into the world of magic, mystery, probate, beneficiaries, and... Ah, the French champagne. I quit. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Rich, full-bodied wine, sensibly priced at a dollar a jug. For a little magic, I will make this jug disappear. (laughs) 
I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. It's always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. Paul Masson. Ah, the French. I have gone to a better place, a place filled with Mrs. Pell's fish sticks. Yes, oh yes, they're even better when you're dead. There's a French fry penis stuck in my beard. Oh my god, Mr. Wells, you have no idea what you've done here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can hear me right now, the city streets of Knoxville are flooded with people running away in terror. And why shouldn't they? Orson Wells is drunk. The horror. The horror. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Oh, hey, new stickers. Yeah, you didn't see that? <laughs> yep, new stickers. New stickers with the new logo, the the Volunteer Radio, 90.3 The Rock. SG guitar. That's right. Davy Crockett. <laughs> it also looks like he, uh, he, he might not have any teeth. Look how his like, jaw's sticking out right there. It looks like an old geezer without any teeth pointing at an SG guitar and some shit. Like, what do you think he's doing, really? He's like really one of those guys out in Market Square just playing a nobody. <laughs> I've, I think I've seen a guy in a coonskin cap playing the guitar. That's what it's modeled after. It's not the volunteer. It's yeah. not. <laughs> He's like playing right down the road from the dude with the musical saw. <laughs> also, that dude with the musical saw. Have you guys? I don't know. Have you seen him? I don't think so. I don't think He's I've seen this him. old dude with the musical saw. And he like stares you down while he's playing. Really? And he'll play Christmas music in July. <laughs> you don't give a shit. Wait, where? Um, <laughs> where um, is this guy? He's in Market Square all the damn time. He I was, think I've he, seen him. He was in the Knoxville Mercury. Yeah, but, uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen yeah, him before. Then there's yeah. also this dude that comes every like once in a while, mm-hmm. and he has a, uh, was it didgeridoo? didgeridoo? Oh yeah, I've seen he that. Basically, it's just like a yeah. big old thing. You just go like, <laughs> and this dude and the musical saw were trying to jam together one day with the didgeridoo, whatever the shit you call it. At, <laughs> 
Come on, finish the story. It just didn't make any sense. Cause incapacitated. It didn't, like, sound good whatsoever. I don't know what they were thinking, but, like, I work at Tomato Head, and I could hear it. It was right outside, and it just didn't sound. It didn't work for you, did it? <laughs> they didn't have very many individual people awards this time. It was more, like, about businesses and stuff. Really? Yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm kind of stunned by that. I mean, like, there was lawyers and whatnot. Best yeah. lawyer? Business, yeah. whatever. They, they did best lawyer, but they didn't do best yeah, bartender. a bunch of chumps. Yeah. <laughs> they vote for themselves. Yeah. Was I would I would. Ogoyerod and Burrell, maybe? I'd, I could, yeah, they would definitely vote yeah. for themselves. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell They're yeah. They're probably, like, riding on their, like, <laughs> tummer. Riding on something. Making <laughs> up email addresses. <laughs> Oh Lord, Burrell six nine six nine at inbox dot com. Ogle, six six six. Hey, do you think we Elrod four twenty? Elrod four twenty. That one, that one cracks me up more than any of them. Really. Yeah, I like Elrod. Elrod. Yeah, Elrod sixty nine. Elrod 69. Oh, man. I heart helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) At Yahoo. (laughs) At AOL.net. Exactly. Oh, goodness. Do you think that particular law firm would try to sue the show? They they wouldn't get anything out of it. I mean, you know, they might try to sue us for slander. We're not saying anything slanderous about them. No. Other than... They're the po- they are other very than Elrod sixty nine at Gmail. Well, I don't think that I don't think they can sue us. Hey, for that. in yeah. their opinion, any publicity <laughs> is good publicity. <laughs> that that exactly. is very true. Is they no. have explosions. I mean, they, have a, they have a commercial they where they're riding tractors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what other thing moves that we could get on? Could film? <laughs> as soon as there's a hovercraft, I'm surprised there's not a hover around commercial within it. They have like swords standing on top of it, going down the street. <laughs> okay, that one got me. <laughs> one of them's got an eye patch. <laughs> okay, that one. Yeah, that one was good. Just fucking shit up. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Todd, I think we're just going to sign off on that note. So until next week, thank you, Hot Toddy. Thank you, Dr. John Zazu, from co- for live. coming in. Hover round. Bye. We interrupt this smoking hot Toddcast with this special Ollie report. Hello and welcome to this special Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We're here live standing by where just moments ago Orison Wells recited a story that caused chaos and panic throughout the city of Knoxville because he was drunk. He is now holding a press conference wishing to apologize for his actions. We go there now. Ollie, knock it off. You're the only reporter there. Just ask him the questions. Story, scary, Knoxville, everybody running, feelings. What? He, he wants to know what your feelings are on the story causing terror throughout Knoxville. Well, the financing just fell through for the third time on Don Quixote. That sucks. Yeah, it sounds like things aren't working out too well. It's already starting to backfire on you. Do you think you'll be able to pull out of this? Or would you consider coming back and doing it again? Now tell me. I usually prefer to, but tell me what's wrong. Well, you just, you kind of ensued panic throughout the city. And, uh, and, you know, if you would like to recite the story again, this time...
not while you're drunk, then, then maybe we could do that. What do you think, Ollie? Absolutely. would come off great. Why? I just did it right. Uh, look, I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? I take, well, I take directions from one person under protest, but from two I don't sit still. But who the hell are you anyway? Again, it's Ollie. Well, why the hell are you asking me for another one? Are you serious? Are you seriously asking that question, Mr. Wells? I thought this was an apology. You scared everybody in the city. You made them all run away. There's probably nobody even listening to the show because you came on drunk. And, and did I mention he wasn't even wearing pants? No, he wasn't even wearing pants in the studio. And we have told you 50 times, if not more, that you cannot do that. I'm supposed to do a thriller at Universal. Well, then go do it, for God's sakes. But don't get mad at us because you screwed up here. You know what? I'm with Mr. Wells. What? I am. People being overly sensitive. Overly sensitive? Are you kidding me? Look, I just got this headline. It said the story scared Stacey Campfield so bad he's become a Democrat. Now, how can you tell me that this isn't changing lives? Okay, behold, the buffalo room. Now, let me guess, Ollie. You're now drunk, correct? I despise both of you. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! And there you have it. That was our scare-tastic Halloween special here on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. We certainly hope you enjoyed it. That's going to do it for us tonight. That's going to be... Hot Toddy! Hot Toddy! What, what is it? What is it? You got to get out of here. We got to go. The zombies, they're here. There what? Oh. Oh my god. Run! Oh my god. Okay. Uh we got to go. We got to get out of here. Um I'm going to try to stay in with you. I'm going to try to stay with you as long as I can. Oh my god. Here they come. Oh my lord. No. Everybody get out of here. Get out of the studio. Run. Get out of here. Holy sh- Oh my god. The zombies are they're, they're attacking everybody here. They're attacking the Smoking Hot Toddcast staff. Everybody. Oh my god. You'll never take me alive. DA. DA, you got to get out of here, man. You, you got to go. No, this hot toddy. I'm going to take them out right here. I'm a southern. I've got the best weaponry known to man. I'm going to take care of them right now. Don't you worry about a thing. No, 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 DA. Here I come, my boy. No, DA. Oh, my God, no. Oh, they got DA. Oh, they're ripping him to shreds limb from limb. They're eating him alive. Oh, DA. Poor DA. Todd, Todd, they're coming. They're coming. We got to get out of here. Come on, let's go. Oh, my God. I know, I know, Miss Pingrino. Just go. Get out of here. Go. Ah! Motherfucker. Oh, God, they got Miss Pingrino. Everybody's falling, except for Sheila, because she's never here. Oh, my God. They're using DJ Pora's head as a basketball. This is terrible. The carnage. The death. It's a terrible sight. I can't even begin to describe it to you. People are dying left and right. The band has now started playing Near God to Thee because it is very much like the Titanic. Our fate is sealed. We are all going to die. Humanity as we know it will cease to be. Zombies have taken over planet Earth. The National Guard has moved in. Aim for the head. Aim for the head. My God, I I can't even describe to you the humanity. The humanity of it all. My God, there's this... There's this horrible looking zombie. This is it. 
My life is over. He's coming right towards me. Ah, the French champagne. Ah, it was just Mr. Wells. I guess he fits right in. But no, everything is horrible. Everything's being destroyed. Everyone is dying. I never expected this. But how appropriate on our Halloween special. I'm not out of that. But anyway, if you can hear me, if you can hear this, know that we put up the good fight. Know that we tried to fight back. We fought for humanity tonight and we lost. But the fight will continue. Somehow, someway, it will continue. No. My God, they're, they're closing in on me. I, I have no room left. This is it for me. Just please tell our story. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hot toddy! Hot toddy! Are you there? Hot toddy, do you read me? Oh well. Goodbye, everyone. Until we meet again, this is Doc Summit saying... Ah!